in life, we have a strong tendency of overextending ourselves with people. That is to say, we more often than not try to see the good rather than the bad. We put ourselves in situations that could have otherwise been avoided had we seen things for what they are rather than try to gloss over it and pretty it up and try to make it into something that it never was. We can see this all the time in the strings of domestic uh, relationships where it leads to violence, it leads to abuse. You know, we try to find excuses to filter out what is really happening so as to make it out to be something that it's not. We excuse people for their behavior. We excuse people for how they treat us or even how they treat other people thinking that's going to get better at some point. And that's the biggest lie we feed ourselves because we so badly want to cling to a relationship that's just not healthy for us that we end up staying in it rather than getting out of it. You know, it's like being in a boat, in the hull of a boat and there's holes in it filling up with water so it's clearly sinking and if you don't get out the hall and get off the boat then you're going to be stuck in that hall and you're going to drown you know you're you're, you're running out of time before you're uh, in a situation you can no longer escape from you know that's just an analogy for extreme situations because a lot of people at least from my experience will get to that point Especially people who, the more chances you give, the more they uh, repeat or their behavior, and the more they repeat, they'll also get worse. So like, okay, so I got away with this thing. Let me try, you know, to level it up. So they'll keep pushing the envelope more and more and more just to see what they all can get away with. And they'll use manipulation of every type, whether it's guilt manipulation, you know, emotional manipulation, uh, intellectual manipulation, uh, they'll use third parties, they'll isolate you, you know, people, they have very good, not, I'm gonna say it's good, like I said, I'm not gonna make these people sound smart, but they know how to pick them, they know how to find somebody who will allow them to get away with doing whatever they please, knowing that there's gonna be given another chance, and another chance, and another chance. Now, speaking from personal experience, this is going to be a situation in life where we either learn from it or repeat it over and over again. Different person, same circumstances. You know, and if we don't learn from it, we're doomed to repeat it. And more often than not, a lot of people, they get stuck. They get stuck because they don't learn from it. They keep, no matter uh, who they switch up with, uh, whether it be a romantic partner, friend, bestie, uh, work colleague, you know, they, they always attract these same toxic people. And they keep attracting them because they're putting up with what these people are doing. They don't know how to put their foot down. They don't know how to discern between good and bad people. When somebody's using you, when somebody's, you know, manipulating you. A lot of times... 
we are our own worst enemy in that case because the fact that we can't get out of our own way enough to see what's really going on. Even when we have people around us saying, well, this person's no good for you, this person's abusing you, this person's going to do this to you someday, you know, and believe me, when somebody, you know, a bunch of people around you telling you about one particular individual and they even make a prediction, my experience, their predictions will come true. Even if you don't want to see it in that moment, even if you think you're blinded by your own feelings and your own desires, their prediction's going to come true. You know, they say this person's going to uh, harm you at some point. They're going to harm you at some point. They say this person's going to lock you up at some point. They're going to lock you up at some point. You know, at the end of the day, it goes back to this old saying, people who matter don't mind, people who mind don't matter. You know, if somebody, let's say, and a relationship, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever romantic relationship you have going on, right? And they're always saying, well, I'm going to leave you if you don't. I'm going to leave you if you don't. If they're throwing around ultimatums, even outside of that, that's somebody you don't want around. They're basically dangling their existence, their attachment to you over your your head and playing a game of dare. Like, yeah. Uh, if you do this thing, I'm done. If you do this thing, I'm leaving you. You know, it's it's a form of control. And these types of people, though, I will say, if they can't figure out a way to control you in one area, they will try different other methods to try to control you. And when their set goal is to have somebody they can control and nothing you they do works to control you, they will uh, exit out of your life on their own for uh, nine times out of ten they'll exit out of your life on their own because they don't want somebody who's going to think for themselves they don't want somebody they can't manipulate they don't want somebody who's going to be at their beck and call when they demand it but if you're already in a relationship with this person you've been with this person for a very long time then they're still going to control you if they they if they decide at a later point to really dig the claws in you and realize wow i can't really put uh manipulate this person as much as i would like to then they're going to find a way to get something out of you if okay if i can't manipulate this person to make them do what i want uh they can get to a point where they'll cheat on you but they'll hide the cheating and they're only staying with you because you know you maybe you put a roof over the head maybe you know, you, you help them with their bills and, you know, they're, they're finding something with with being with you that's benefiting them while they're uh, stepping out on you. Like, I'm not trying to make this about any particular relationship. I'm just talking about people in general. So I'm kind of tackling uh, various relationships uh, styles at this point. You know, so I don't want... Uh, y'all thinking that I'm targeting any type of uh, involvement. Like, I may bring up uh, a significant other in that style of relationship, because more often than not, that's what we're more accustomed to. You know, we're all attached to somebody or jump around being attached from one person to another, you know, and, and that's usually where a lot of the bullshit happens. You know, a lot of talk to people love to be in relationships with people, like, romantically, because it gives them more leverage, more foothold. They 
being in that style of relationship and have somebody, you know, fawning over you, you have more control with that person than you would with somebody who's only a friend or a family member. Because this person's trying to do everything they can to keep you, you they, they, they know that, and they, they want to use it. They want to get as much out of you as they can. And believe me when I say that in circumstances such as romantic relationships where somebody's trying to be controlling and abusive, the longer you stay in a relationship like that, the worse it will get. You can lie to yourself all you want. You can deny the truth all you want. But the longer you allow them to dig their claws slowly, inch by inch, every single day, it's going, it will get to a point where they're going to rip you apart. These people are egotistical. These people are narcissists. And they will do anything they can to hide what they did or have been doing to you behind closed doors away from public to a point that where they'll create a scenario that makes you look like the bad guy. And then they will find a way to silence you on top of it. They will slander you, you know, and I'm talking about, you know, after the relationship ends, when you finally wake up and decide, hey, I don't want anything to do with this person. They will try to destroy you while playing the victim in the process of destroying you. And that's his life. You know, outside of that, we as individuals, we have good hearts. We always want to see the best of people. That's good. That's great. That's fucking fantastic. But unfortunately, not everybody thinks like we do. Not everybody feels like we do. Not everybody sees things the same way as we do. So you can sit there and be the best possible version that you can be and still be crucified at the end of the day. Use a Jesus analogy. You know, I'm not uh, religious. I'm not Christian. But using him as an example, you know, at the end of the day, he was still crucified. It didn't matter if he walked on water. It didn't matter how perfect he was. Or if you want to look at Gandhi or anybody... Uh, the history that you know they preach peace they preach love you know they they practice what they preach and at the end of the day people still want them dead so being a good person being a bad person is irrelevant in society what is relevant is how you choose to build your life up and who you choose to have around you and who you choose to have around you is very very important because you're going to influence them as much as they influence you but at the same time there's also you know the ego the uh, narcissist is not going to be so swayed by you being a good person. They're going to be, they're going to look at you and think, hmm, this person really cares about people. How can I use that? How can I benefit from this person? And that's just a fact of life, you know. Not everybody is going to have the heart like you. Not everybody's going to see things like you are. And not everybody cares like you do. And I think the sooner we fully digest that, the better, because then we can finally sit down and analyze the people in our lives, whether it's your, our siblings, our parents, cousins, our uh, spouse, significant other, bestie, acquaintances, work colleagues. You know, at the end of the day, it's we have to decide what energy we want to feed into and what energy we're going to allow to feed back into us. Because if we don't, if we just accept anything, everything handed our way, we're going to lead a very miserable life. We're not going to have the life we want to build for ourselves. We ain't going to have the life we want for ourselves because we're just accepting anything and everything. Anyone and everyone. 
So, with that being said, we have to be discerning when it comes to people. We have to have boundaries. We have to set limits. We have to stop allowing people to use words or emotions to manipulate us. We have to put logic to the forefront. What do I want? What will I tolerate? Have I tolerated enough already? Has this person actually lived up to what they claim or has every apology turned out to be empty words? You know, you have to treat it like a uh, sports analogy, three strikes in a row. You got to give people chances, but not too many chances. You know, we're all going to mess up. And whether or not we're choosing to fix what we did, whether or not we choose to, you know, change the way we do things and how we approach others, if our actions aren't aligning with our words to show that we actually truly value the relationship we're in, that we're, you know, if they're not truly showing you that they value the relationship, that they care about you, and they go, you know, they're saying all these things, going back to doing the same behavior or even worse, then you got to let that person go. You got to cut them off. You got to get rid of them. Even if it's hard. I know some relationships, we get so attached to it, especially when we're blind to what's happening because we were making excuses. But once we get around to actually acknowledging that this person doesn't respect us, this person doesn't care for us, this person does not value us, once we finally swallow that pill when it comes to specific people in our lives, it can be really hard to cut that cord, you know, because what they want to, what we want to do is keep them, you know, we feel some type of way. Maybe you dated a toxic person, you've been with this person for a year, and then you start to actually pull the emotional blinders away and starting to see this person for who they are and what they've been doing to you. And now you're just like, you know, I don't know if I, can cut this cord with this person. I really love this person. I want this to work. You know, you're starting to make up all excuses why you can't do it. You know, it's, it's like a uh, addict. They all they do is make excuses why they can't cut the cord with the uh, thing they're addicted to. At the end of the day, cutting that cord is what's good for you. We need to be discerning as people. We need to realize what we want. We have one life. There is no guaranteed second life. Nobody can prove a second life. Nobody knows that there even is a second life. So it's best to treat this life as the only life and try to be the best person we can possibly be. On top of that, try to create the best life we can possibly have by putting action into movement. You know, we got, we got to do more than just talk about well i want a peaceful life while you have toxic ass people around you who create uh, chaos and destruction you know you can't say that well i want to be a singer but if you never uh, sit down and write uh lyrics and figure out how to make beats and you know everything we want in our life we have to create without doing so we're always going to end up with lack we're always going to not have that thing that we want and that applies to every area of our life. And most importantly, to uh, the fundamental basis of what we desire for us, ourselves, in the long run. You know, I feel like some of this can be common sense, but at the same time, it may not be with other parts of what I'm saying. And at the same time, sometimes people need a good wake-up call. Sometimes you have to be reminded, even if you already know what I'm 
everything I'm saying to be true, sometimes it helps to be reminded to really put that in the forefront of your mind for you to sit there and think about it, chew on it a little bit, and then, you know, apply it to all your relationships that you currently uh, deal with, regardless if it's family, friends, a lover, you know, it doesn't matter. If we're not filtering out the people around us, then we're going to get caught in that filter. We're going to be caught up in situations we don't want. I've I've been caught up in situations I don't want because I kept overlooking things with people. I kept giving chances. I kept thinking, you know, I, I, I believe in you. I believe you can be a better person than this. Don't, don't do that. Don't believe somebody can be a better person uh, than what they are. If they're not trying consistently to be a better person, they're not, they don't want to be a better person. They want to stay being the same raggedy ass motherfucker that's only out for themselves and they don't care who they cross or who they burn, not even bridges. It's irrelevant to them. You know, you're just another person on their journey through life and, you know, at the end of the day, it's all going to catch up to them. You don't have to be the person to catch up to them. You don't have to be their karma because, you know, by doing so, you can create your own. Like, a lot of people don't... I don't think a lot of people, like, realize that when it comes to karma, like... I don't believe it in the same way other people do, but they use it in that more popular extent of how people, you know, what people believe karma to be. Everything that we do, good or bad, it somehow eventually catches up to us. It somehow finds its way back to us. And it's not, it's not a topic I want to get into right now. It's, I, that's a very complex topic uh, with its own deep-rooted issues. But I will say, you know, what you put out there does have a, way come back to you in its own way um yes be discerning filter the people you who are in your life out you know change your perspectives uh pull your emotions away and look at the person from a non-biased point of view and decide what you want in your life me i want peace i want peace in my life i want people that will bring me peace i don't want drama i don't want sneaky shit i don't want you know uh people who want to be disrespectful i don't want any of that shit i i filter my life and if you uh check those boxes then you're gone life's too short for the bullshit i won't tolerate the bullshit you know i'm creating my life and i'm doing what i need to to be where i want to be if what's happening in my environment isn't what I want it to be, then I got to change my environment. You know, if it's the problems coming from the environment, the environment needs to be changed. If problems come from other people, the people need to be removed and then uh, replaced with somebody else who's going to bring you what you want. You know, like not everybody's for everybody. Not everybody's going to click with everybody. Like we all know this. We all went to school with, you know, a bunch of other kids who ended up deciding, hey, I want to be friends with this person, but not you. I want to be friends with this person, but not you. We, we, that's just how we are. Workplace, church, uh, school, we're, not everybody's for everybody. And that's just how things are. You, you may want to be friends with somebody. You may want to date somebody. But that does not mean that the person's right for you. It does not mean that you're going to be compatible with that person just because you like them from afar. And doesn't mean they're right for you if you already do have some connection with that person. Because at the end of the day, you can bring the wrong people in and be and incompatibility will scream at you. And it's not to be ignored. When we ignore the red flags, when we ignore the warning signs, we end up paying for it later.
I think I want to close this off with that. I have nothing else I can think of at the moment to push on this topic. If you'd like to, you can follow me on my Twitter, follow me on my Instagram. I'm, I stay regularly, you know, updating there. I try to stay in line with what I'm posting in terms of my podcast. So I try to keep everything in sync, but every once in a while I may say something that will be in sync with my podcast, but not actually mention, maybe come up something later, like, oh, I could have added this, let me just, you know, add it to a post on my Twitter, um, I, yeah, I stay updating regularly, and if you, that's how you choose to, uh, keep up, you can keep up that way, or if you just feel fine with subscribing to my podcast and listening to them regularly, that's fine too, there's many options available, uh, I think within the next year, I'm going to be releasing a book that tackles a lot of the topics I'm talking about in my podcast, so I'm going to be more careful about how I word things, so as to really paint a bigger picture, you know, when you put something in a book versus when you put something on a mic, are going to be two completely different things, not to say that the message ain't going to be the same, but rather the way you choose to present it, it's going to be a little different. Thank you and have a good night.